Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I can think of no reason the gunpowder treason would ever be forgot. Voila! In view, a humble vaudevillian veteran, cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is a vestige of the vox populi, now vacant, vanished. However, this valorous visitation of a bygone vexation stands vivified and has vowed to vanquish these venal and virulent vermin, vanguarding vice and vouchsafing the violently vicious and voracious violation of volition. The only verdict is vengeance, a vendetta held as a votive not in vain, for the value and veracity of such shall one day vindicate the vigilant and the virtuous. <laughs> Verily, this vicious soise of verbiage veers most verbose, so let me simply add that it's my very good honor to meet you, and you may call me V. How y'all doing today? <laughs> Bars. Bars. Yeah. All, Worked on that intro. <laughs> Did my thing. All these. That's bars. Yeah, that was a crazy set of lines. The fact that he got that off. Um, I hope he will replay that. That's that's a very significant part of the movie to me. Very. Bars. Pun intended. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, nice. yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Jimmy. We got Brian's back in the building with Jimmy and B in the morning. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Okay, so a few weeks ago we had a, a Jimmy and B episode, and we talked about uh, Revolver. At the end of that episode, we talked about wanting to talk about V for Vendetta. Yeah. What better day to talk about V for Vendetta? Then remember. on the fifth of November, <laughs> remember, remember, never forget. <laughs> remember, remember. Now, you know, Guy Fawkes Day is an actual day in Britain. Like he was a real. That was a real like yeah, blowing up the capital back in the day. That was a real thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I did know that people called those masks Guy Fawkes masks. Yeah. Guy Fawkes was an actual rebel. Like See, a, the actual renegade idea y'all have yeah. for a renegade. That's what he was. He was that. Hmm. But a political one. So, yeah, he was that. The only. um thing that I had to correlate those things I've looked up things on the group Anonymous mm -hmm. and they mentioned that if you wanted to be a part of this get the, the guy Fox mask uh, that sounds like a sales pitch right right gotcha. but it was a guy he was just like rambling off their secrets or whatever and exposing the fact that he is a part of the group and he wasn't anonymous about it gotcha. so I, I took it with a grain of salt well you sure I don't sound like far away I Maybe just because I'm sitting in a new place or back to my old ways. Oh, okay. Okay, you had me turned down. Uh, a little bit. Okay. Because of I, you got sounds, closer, it, it but sounds, I turned it up just now. Just okay, now. yeah, it sounds right um, But that's the only thing that I'd heard about uh, Guy Fox, and I knew that that was a prominent character in the story V for Vendetta. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning... To the backstory. Yes, for the backstory. Really he's not in the story, but... I, I considered it... To, I felt like I have an echo. Do I have an echo? I don't know. It all kinds of sounds weird because I'm mm. sitting in a place okay. new to me as far as where I have been for the past six months. How's it the all, sound? The sound better? 
Yes, to me. Okay, that's all that matters. I still kind of feel like I have an echo, though. But also, like I said, I got different headphones on, different mics, so whatever. We're going. We're, we're going working through it. <laughs> yeah. Special podcast day. Here we are, yeah, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing it anyway. Um, so let's do it. Let's do so it. So, in the the first opening scenes, you see a guy just running through like a building. You don't really know what's going on, but mm-hmm. he's trying to escape, and he's running phase with everybody when they see him. Um, Fades or fights for anybody that doesn't know slang. And then <laughs> that was a perfect interjection right there. <laughs> Just being being clear for yeah. those. You um, know he basically fought off a lot of people. He ended up being executed. Um, and then that was seemingly the basis for the movie. Mm-hmm. And his name was Guy Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it's kind of like. If you just look at the the picture quality of the movie, it's kind of a dark tone. It's nighttime. Everything just seems kind of darker, even in the alleyway. There's not a lot. Of, yeah, it's grimy. 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 It's kind of grimy. Grimy British. If you if you're a big fan of British films, it's kind of that grimy British look. Yeah. Maybe eighties, like late mid to late eighties, maybe early nineties, grimy British look. And uh, there is a like, there's a curfew. There's a curfew, <laughs> and that's kind of weird. Seeing you so, we it? only see adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It? Uh, yeah. it is. Where are we living today? Hey, 2021, hey, hey, 20, hey, okay. I, I okay, hear, go ahead, go ahead. I hear you. We won't talk about it. We're we, we we getting there. We're yeah, getting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Bad, but um, there's a curfew, mm-hmm. and the main character, uh, Evie Hammonds, she's just out and about going to somebody's house who, where she was invited for dinner, yada, yada, yada. She comes across a man and he attempts to mug her. And then she pushes him off and and he's like a fingerman. Now, if you didn't read the comic, you don't know what a Graphic fingerman novel. is. Graphic novel. Well, wasn't it like chapters? It was broken up into sections? I felt like the graphic you know, novel. I, I've never had the original mm. text of it. I've only known it as one complete graphic novel. Okay, well, so graphic I, I novel. Don't, I don't know how it was actually created. It might have actually been in a comic book series, but as far as I know, it is a whole graphic okay. novel. No you problem. Know what I'm saying? Graphic, if you didn't read the actual <laughs> literature. Is a, which, is a, which is a comic book novel. <laughs> so, yes, right. you're right. <laughs> if you didn't read that, you don't know what a fingerman is. And a fingerman was basically a government official who was a part of the body of the government and his department was entitled the finger kind of like a um for those that might know what a g-man is yes it's basically a g-man yes so he's like a street level cop essentially but he has immunity towards certain things Mm -hmm. and he was able to punish her how he saw fit Mm -hmm. and they were about to rape her and it seemed like it was kind of getting into a graphic scene. And she was like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I, I just want to go home. And then uh, in comes some mask-wearing freak in a Guy Fox <laughs> mask. Great way to put it. Because um, you don't know what's happening. He's just like speaking so fluent English. And he sounds like an intelligent person. Uh, also insane because no one talks like this. Exactly. And then he basically lexicon. Y- yeah, takes out three people, and then he introduces himself, which is was the first minute of the, the the podcast today. Yes, that was him introducing himself as V, Roman numeral for five. 
fifth mm-hmm. of November, it all connects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hence all the V's. If nobody caught those <laughs> yeah. V's that were in that, if you didn't, I might have to pray for you. But saying Vox Popley. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you saying that in a sentence, and it's like you could use more just V word. Okay, get that off, then, son. Um, very, very vivid. <laughs> yeah, what's his description? Very vivid, very valid. <laughs> yes, yes, very important. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But it's important. <laughs> All right. He. I'll take that. After he rescues her, he introduces himself and then he takes him, uh, takes her to the roof. And he was like, "Do you hear the music?" And he's making these weird gestures as if he's uh, conducting an orchestra. There you go. And then she's like, "I can't hear the music." And then buildings start exploding. And then all of this stuff happens. <laughs> Terrorism. And he, basically. <laughs> Terrorism ensues. <laughs> basically. And then. You kind of see how the government controls the media because at the beginning of the movie, he was called a terrorist. But then eventually people called him a freedom fighter. And you kind of see the progression of people's perception changing throughout the entire movie. Uh, But Brian, could you give us a brief overview of uh, V for Vendetta, please? V for Vendetta was a, um, as we spoke about, it was a graphic novel, comic book series, whatever you want to call it, created in the early 80s, a movie recreated in the early 2000s. And it is the 85% um, (laughs) manifestation of what is going on today in the world. I would also like to add that it was, as a genre Put under dystopian future. Yes, yes. It was not that far ahead. <laughs> like a, along of, along the lines of 1984, Atlas Shrugged, all of those dystopian novels about totalitarian rule. Basically, it's one yeah. of those kind of things. So, yeah. um, I, and I saw it in 2004, thinking it was futuristic to the point of like, okay. This doesn't seem plausible until 2050 in our times, 2040. No. It's 2021. <laughs> 2020 was wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, one of those type of things. You kind of go through this whole thing and Evie is seemingly abducted by the terrorist. Um, and he's like, you can't go. You can't go. But then she offers to help him. So he was like, okay, fine, help me out. Hey, you know what? I got a little thing I need you to do. And you see that the government awards people that work within their system. Mm -hmm. Um, And they had like a priest. And he liked women who dressed up as little girls. And they role played and had sex. No, he liked, if you watch the movie, he he preferred she was older than his pick. And she looked fairly young. So. I think the priest liked children or underaged beings. Right, right. That is actually the case. Yes. Um, yes. I'm censoring myself. I'm trying to stop. Nah, <laughs> but if we're gonna talk about the movie, let's, let's talk, talk about, about the movie. I mean, because that's in the that's been in the news for a long time with a certain religion and their priest. Yeah, and that's been plenty of broken stories and articles about 
priests doing certain things to young boys and young girls and they just get shipped around to other churches instead of actually getting prosecuted for the acts that they commit. So right. I think everybody would know what I'm speaking about, but that's what this is that character is based on is that idea. But in the conversation of wanting to help V, she says she wishes she was brave and she wished she could do what he's doing because the government basically controls everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't know by which means they got control, but they they somehow have it right now. So she plays the girl and then what do you mean by that? Do we ever know what by which means the yes. people that have power and control yes did it? yes how do we know that at the like, very end they blatantly put it out and then someone tells oh, you're them speaking how it about happens in in the, the movie in the movie okay. in the movie okay where i thought you were referring to real life comparisons that part hasn't technically happened yet okay gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> to our knowledge um it has okay well just got to do the research in the history but go ahead okay so well, I guess there's nothing to really warn you about, and this show's kind of, you know, <laughs> over. So, <laughs> nah. Um, she warns the priest mm-hmm. that the terrorist V is coming for you. He kidnapped me, and even though people kind of died, him saving me, I think that me trying to save your life makes us even. And he thought she was role playing and then she wasn't. So she fought him off and then V bust in and Evie apologizes like I just I didn't know what else to do. So she was still afraid and she ran off. So wait, are you going to give a whole synopsis? No, no, no. I'm I'm giving the major plot points. Okay. major plot points. Not going to go through the whole thing. But that part was significant because she said, I wish I was brave enough. Ah, okay. I wish I was brave enough. To me, you didn't make that clear that that's what you were pinpointing. My bad. Gotcha. Uh, I wish I was brave enough. She she does something to help him out. Uh, She portrays him. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we don't see V for a while. We don't see him. So then um, he attacks a broadcasting station, like a news network. Mm -hmm. He he makes this thing public. He's like... Very similar to the CNN of... The, the the story is placed in Britain. Yes. So, so it would be like BBC? Similar, yeah, very similar to CNN of Britain, which would be BBC. Right. Um, he took that over, said, in a year's time, on the next year's 5th of November, gather in front of the Capitol Hall, or I'm going to blow it up. Um, And he basically, did, like, all the good action happened there, and he assaults everybody. He's fighting for freedom, like America. And he's, but not America. Britain. <laughs> if that's Confederates in Britain, yeah, right. You could whatever they do. Um. Um. So he takes them all <laughs> out. Britain. <laughs> uh, we're getting canceled for sure. <laughs> Bloody Britain, bloke. Um. So they did their back and forth. And it cuts to Evie, and then she's basically with the guy who invited her out that first night, and she finds out that he's actually gay, mm-hmm. and being gay in this time period is illegal, and they'll round you up and most likely kill you. I think it is fair to mention that this was the equivalent to the Jay Leno of Britain. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Like he was a prolific figure. Yes. He had a late night show. Yes. Um, but he invited women over to his house because it was supposed to be the thing to do for a man for of his, his stature. Image. Yes. Yes. To invite women over, but he was really into men. Mm-hmm. And um, awareness in general, but yes, he was bisexual at at, at the very least. Didn't know. Yeah, just putting a label on him. <laughs> Didn't know. Um, what happened after that? He had done he had done a skit, and they had already aired it, and it was making fun of the head person at the government. Chancellor. Chancellor. Yes. That guy. Chancellor Sutton. Him, and he didn't like that. Of course so not. Of course not. He sent those like G-men. It's basically like, I'm going to be your American translator, I guess. It'd yes. be like Jay Leno doing an offensive skit about Joe Biden. An yes. overly offensive skit. Excuse me. Um, but that is his freedom of expression. It should be. Yes. Should be. In a totalitarian is, government. It's like, hey, yo. Yeah. In a, in a <laughs> totalitarian situation, not so much. But that is what we used to know as rights and freedoms is not so much anymore. So. Right, right. So then they bust into his house, mm-hmm. take him, find his like mosque or whatever, and that's grounds for execution. Mm-hmm. Evie escapes, and then she's suddenly captured. She's in prison now. Um, she's tortured, beaten, and they say, hey, we need to know where V is. You tell me where V is. And she see this letter. She reading it. And she's like going through everything that done already happened to get life to where it's at. And then she's willing to die to not tell where V is. And then we find out that V tortured her the whole time. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you skipped a big. You gave all the, the major scenes. And I feel like maybe you can describe what happened. She was imprisoned by V purposely to get her to see that she is brave yes through v giving her the experiences of his own life as a prisoner of the government that was the next point (laughs) oh okay well you skipped over it so how would that be the next point? i'm going chronological in the movie no that was okay go ahead well they know now That's what I'm saying. How is it chronological when you skipped over that and got to the next point already? That's how it happened in the movie sequences. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like, you have to find that out after realizing she went through that. Yeah. I was was walking them through. My bad. But you did that part so we can get past that part. So, you basically figure out that the government um, poisoned a hospital and schools with a virus and... It killed a lot of people and it quarantined them and then wars broke out and they used that as a means to gain control for the people. But nobody asked for that. Correct. Correct. They basically put people in a situation and then said, we're going to step in because you don't know what you're doing and then we're going to control everything. For the greater good, of yeah, course. For the greater good. <laughs> As Hitler would say. <laughs> but um Stalin. There were a lot of references between what happened in that movie and real life. And by the end of the movie, you just realize that 
if you if you make any comparisons, you don't have to really think too hard. Mm-hmm. They they laid it all out as to what had happened to get life from freedom of expression, free love, and all that jazz to shut your mouth, know your role, you candy ass. Jabroni. Yes. Yeah. So Yeah, it went from the beginning of the movie basically in a very short term went from conspiracy theory to conspiracy fact. Yeah. They laid out, hey, this is a conspiracy, but it's factual that they conspired to do these things. It's not yes. just a theory that they that it could have possibly happened. Right. Yes. Um and once you get to that point, you realize that they go from supporting the chancellor and the government to V is no longer a terrorist. He's a freedom fighter. And they all rally behind him. Mm-hmm. And uh, SJW for those out there getting excited. Yes, I said it. Cancel us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Where's the, <laughs> the proper button? The farewell button. <laughs> this is our farewell tour. <laughs> do, do, the, do the audience clap. I think that'll suffice. That'll work better. <laughs> I got to put those together one of these oh, days. No, no, no. Don't do extra. Work. That was a joke, bro. Okay, gotcha. All right. Anyways. It's all good. Clap it up. It was a joke, but <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Sure. Um, but basically, it makes you think about the people who had the tinfoil hats on downtown talking about they're trying to control us and everything that they might know could be true because you downtown where like down like downtown it? anywhere just oh, okay. wherever you might okay, see a gotcha. random spewing conspiracy theories i'm doing air quotes okay gotcha, um gotcha. because you don't know what they have seen in their life to get them yes. to think like that yes because too much of a anything isn't good for you there is a such thing as too much of a good thing if you have too much air it can cause gas if you have too much <laughs> water you will drown so what happens when you express yourself too much. Hmm. There has to be some type of reaction and pushback to bring things back to moderation. And how do you gauge moderation unless someone's going to tell you that? Exactly. So and, and who controls that? Part, right. That part. So, I mean, things are kind of running a little rampant right now. There isn't anything that I feel like just doesn't make sense to people like if you were to say you think if as long as one more time, there, there isn't, isn't anything, anything that, that just doesn't, doesn't make sense, sense to people like everything is kind of justified these days and it's like yes. everything has a fact to it because there's some way to prove based on whatever news you look at that this is true yeah not gotcha. necessarily that it's right or wrong and it's like someone was asking a bunch of people um do you believe in like free love and all that jazz? So you think he's going to ask a question about gay people, but no, cause he's, he's making fun of the SJWs and he says, so like, let's say a father and a daughter, you think they should get married if they wanted to, they love each other that in that way. And it's like, but you know, she's 18, he's an adult, you know, cause you know, he had to like be alive to have her. So, and then, with their logic and their thinking, they couldn't say that that isn't something that should, well, not, that shouldn't happen. They had to say to not be a hypocrite. Yeah, that that that, that is that okay. Be okay, right? That is okay. 
and I was dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. You, yeah. you you can't justify that to me. To you, exactly. SJW, exactly. To me, yeah. Social justice warrior for those. We're not like doing anything discriminatory. It's just shorthand. But that's what people with political agendas are called today. That people that stand more so on the the side of political correctness rather than correctness moral yeah and just right rightness or correctness you know what i mean just like what is right or wrong rather than what is politically right or wrong so and i feel like politics and the media play such a a a crucial role Mm -hmm. in how to get things to be geared toward how they were because once the definition you just gave the definition of propaganda really I'll be spitting bars <laughs> like really to me at least <laughs> like that's how I understand propaganda to be because that's what it that's what it is that's what the movie kind of is about because people don't that's kind of V's whole point in the movie is to be anti-propaganda if they're going to show you this well I'm going to show you this to create rebellion because you don't understand that they're showing you facts covered in lies and that sounds wild when you think about what I said but if you really think about what I said or actually lies no well no you can say it the right way because a fact is just something that is amongst a particular population is considered as true yes so they, they can be facts covered in lies yeah yeah, like they're all lies, but they're shown to you in a way that is logical. That's why I don't hinge. I am a very logical being. You know me. Mm-hmm. But I don't hinge my decision making on logic because <laughs> logic can be full of lies. And that's what propaganda is, is creating logical thoughts that are based in lies. So you can't say that it's not true because it's logical. It makes sense. But it's like, is this what's really happening? Is this the reality of things? Right. And that's all propaganda is. That's all a lot of anything that we do or any way that we behave is based on when you really think about it. When you really, really think about it, you had to have experienced it or been shown it in a certain way to think or behave about a certain thing. Otherwise, it'd be your fight or flight response. Mm they take advantage of that that's what advertising is that's what marketing is they it's not to sell you something it's to make you feel something because they know they can make you behave a certain way that will in turn make you probably buy something but it's really initially just to make you feel a certain way it's all propaganda is is, and that's where i think people get confused because capitalism and people don't take into consideration that even when you're watching a movie you see the propaganda in the ads like yep. I'll yep. watch Kingsman one and they ain't no way I'm gonna watch that movie without some goddamn McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> like I know it sounds too I know it sounds crazy, but <laughs> that's all they ate in the movie. I never noticed. That's all they ate in the movie. And then when Really? Yeah. I, they ate in the movie? And they ate no yeah, they did eat in the movie and they talked about McDonald's more than anything. Dang, I never even. And when they get to um, the scene hmm. where uh, the guy's showing I love that movie, that's another great it's, one. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> that's kind of re- okay. We're not gonna go there. Either. That's a whole <laughs> other podcast too, because that's kind of another. 
Jimmy and B, hey, this is what we do. <laughs> right there, for real. Um, but in that movie, they talk about people working at McDonald's, and like it was just mentioned in the in the script as they were like, "Oh, where have I seen you before? Oh, you must have been working at the McDonald's." <laughs> and then when the teacher of Exy, the main character of that movie. Mm-hmm. When he's trying to, he he sent some money to Samuel Jackson's character, which is the villain. Yes, yes. Um, he canceled the whole gala because of how much money he sent, and then they have a special dinner, which is like two quarter pounders with special sauce. I remember that part, but that's like literally only me. okay. But whatever, we're talking about you for it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So like, whenever I watch it, I just get a hankering for hmm. McDonald's product placement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, man. That, t- that show sound good and it's not good. It's horrible. Every time Terrible. I go, <laughs> I hadn't eaten McDonald's in so what since we was broke. Uh, I say f- four or five years ago, maybe we was broke back then. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not broke now, so I'm not going to agree with that. You might have been. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You, I might have been a little lacking in the pockets. You know what I mean? But um, and that was really like a one-time thing because we didn't go back. Like I hear in there, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, that is horrible food. But it's well, if you can call it food, but another conversation for another time. Go ahead, continue. Um, you done got me on one. Yeah, I know. So everything that you watch, I learned in college that they've started implementing ads. Within the TV show or the movie, and it's sometimes it seems very direct. Where it's like there were two women at a bar. It was a soap opera. Two women at a bar, and she needed pads. And she was like, "Ah, oh, I just I, I didn't have any at the house. I didn't have any in my purse, but I always leave a box underneath the bar." And she pulls it out and sets it on the table, and they zoom into the product. Of what she has. And she was like, yep, love them. Works for, I don't remember her exact phrase, and I can't describe what a period feels like. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not about to try to mimic any of that. But they ran a commercial. Thank you you for that. (laughs) I appreciate you not doing that. I was hoping you didn't try to go there. No, no, I'm not trying to go there. That'd be nice. But... They ran the commercial in the middle of the show. And yeah, you don't think wild. about it. You don't think about it. But it's like, why would they, they go through all the trouble to do that there? But they got paid. And then you got what somebody wanted you to see. And see, I guess that's where my brain is different because I do think about that because I noticed stupid stuff like that. And I'm like. Are women actually buying tampons based off of this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that doesn't. I would buy them if I was a woman based off the fact that I need them. You know what I'm saying? Not because the most functional one. Yes, but obviously it works because they're spending money to do it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So like, my question is already answered, really. But I have to ask it because it's kind of wild to me that like dang are people really being influenced by this enough to 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 they fall into the that, trap of like, buying that brand of it and yes it has to be like i said people are spending money on it but that is a wild concept to me and if you took it off like the gender 
and like the product and you changed it to like I don't know Duke Cannon's yeah, beard Duke bomb. Cannon's beard bomb. At the bar, you pull it from underneath and you set it on. I the got table, a date. Like I'm gonna meet her here. Yeah. I didn't have any. Lather this yeah, up yeah. real quick. Like same it could difference. be the it could be the same thing because I heard about Duke Cannons from you and I think you just found it. Yeah. I don't think I've seen any. We've seen one ad for Duke Cannons. I only saw ads after we start like after we started using it and talking about it, which is probably them picking up data. But like yeah. that's the only time I had seen it. I saw it in a store, and really I. <laughs> I, I read stuff and it said made and and um not pr- produced but also profiting towards the veterans. Right. And I like to do stuff like that. Like with some of my gun stuff is veteran made and veteran, you know, profiting. Just stuff that I know, hey, it's giving them a job and a purpose. I like to do that, so I bought it. That's all it was. Like I was in the men's hair aisle and I was looking for some product and I saw it. I didn't. Otherwise, I wouldn't have never seen it. You know what I mean? Right. But I can't say that if I saw it in a a movie that way or in a show that way, it would have made me more apt to acquiring the product. I kind of wish that's wild to me. I don't know. That just doesn't work on me. I don't feel like I kind of wish that. I shop at thrift stores. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're right. But my thing is, if you watch enough, you don't know what done got placed in your head from what you done seen. So I feel like even if I say I I think I'm not susceptible to the brainwashing of ads, that's never really the case if I eat McDonald's after watching Kingsman. Yeah. For me. So I would have liked to have seen it in something to be like, why would I get that and what is that for? Why would I buy it at that point? I would like to know because hmm. I wouldn't know if I, I would fall for it or not. That's why I now am careful about what I watch. And like when I watch Kingsman now, I don't really get the hankering for it too much, but I watch it enough times, it's coming there. It's gonna be there. Cause- get me a big man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had one of those for the first time like this year. What's the special sauce? What some, already some, comes some on it? Some stupid mayo or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's what comes on it, right? It's like yeah. Thousand Islands dressing, actually. Yeah, it's there's nothing special okay, about so it, but yeah. it's it's gotcha, like gotcha. I said, oh, what is with this this third bun though? Like, why is this? <laughs> this is just to get me fat. <laughs> yeah, it's literally to make it look larger and to be more carbs to get you fatter. Is because what I, I feel think like for, I feel personally. like it's definitely shorter than uh, not shorter. It's it's smaller. Uh, than like the quarter pounder. I was going to say, I get the quarter pounder because that to me is a bigger burger. It is more of a Big Mac than the Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bar. Yeah. That's more of a Big Mac than the Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, it is. Who? It's a quarter of a pound. The Big Mac ain't. <laughs> <laughs> the double? It's a half. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's a. You get you one of them, you be straight, you know what I mean? On a drunk yes, night? <laughs> <laughs> you ever had. Uh, I'm not going to go there. I think if I the word the word in itself for what I'm about what I was about to say sounds vulgar enough to where I probably couldn't even explain myself. <laughs> even though there's a clear explanation. Like okay. people ain't gonna know what I'm talking about. Regardless okay. of whether I explain it or not. So nah, I ain't gonna go there. But my thing is is that the whole concept of the story and the movie 
was, um, you know, it was kind of like a telling of things to come. Mm-hmm. And I watched it the first time around. And the few first few times that I watched it, I was like, this is a great movie. And yeah, it was kind of cool like, look at. yeah, like, like I just fantasized cool. it, yeah. you know, it wasn't yeah. like any of this stuff can happen. And then I watched it recently and it's like, oh, <laughs> this is all happening. <laughs> oh, shucks. Truth. Truth. I don't know what's a facade. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. it just makes you really, really look at things. Um, not like how we looked at like yourself. Because of Mr. Clandestine, you're looking mm-hmm. outward mm-hmm. at everything else because what construct around you was created just to get you to be how something else wants you to be. Blatant. And we're back. Okay. Yep. He was going to keep talking, but uh, I hit the button already. Um, we don't know where we left off because we took it like, you know what I mean? It has like, something to do with like um, advertising, marketing, subliminals in a way, um, and propaganda at the end of the day. Yeah. No, no, I remember because it was about how we got back to the movie, I believe. And then I was saying that uh, it was kind of a telling of what was to come. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was kind of like played out in front of you. And like when I first watched it, it was like an entertaining movie. It was great. V was like a, a hardcore character. Um, but when I yeah. rewatched yeah, the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I was. rewatched the movie, that's where you were going. It yeah. was, yeah. it was as if they basically gave you a roadmap to your answer. And they said you got to go through this point, this point, this point, and this point. And now you're ready to see. What we've been trying to tell you the entire two hours of this movie. Mm -hmm. And everything was just laid out plainly. Like, you learned why they called the virus the name of the virus. Mm -hmm. Um, You learned why things went to quarantine. You learned why they were able to take over. Who took over. Why everything happened the way that it was happening. Um, It's a great watch. Um, But it makes you look at the world around you. That's where I think I was at. It makes you look at the world around you and what's really going on. And how do you feel about that? Um, as far as you're willing to speak about that? It's... Because obviously we're trying to get at the point that there are comparisons without being, quote-unquote, conspiracy theorists. Right. But it's, like, what do you... As far as... I would say from that... From an analyst basis, I guess... Minus conspiracies or whatnot. They, what do you feel is the comparison? My comparison that I'm thinking is is that you don't know how things happen when they happen and what is the the actual pathogenesis of something. Oh wow, he put throwing one on. I, what is what is? Tell me about that. What That's is like patho, tell me about pathogenesis. <laughs> pathogenesis is, is basically <laughs> pathogens. Yeah, you know I mean, okay. Nah, it's it's basically oh, like the, the study of, of pathogens. The origin. Where okay. it started and how it got to where it is and yada, yada, yada. Gotcha. Um, we, we don't know how things came to prominence. Mm-hmm. They were just here because somebody told me it was here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and somebody was basically talking to V in disguise. And he was like, so you're telling me that the, like, the government did that? I ain't saying the government did that, but shun. <laughs> 
check it out. Go, go look into it type thing. You yeah. know, like, you just don't That's know. Why reading is fundamental because nobody's going to tell you or show you those things. It's all in documents. And if you don't read it, you're not going to know. And even with that, you got to take with a grain of salt because Two sides it, to it's, a a, it's a bigger picture than even you can imagine the big picture is type deal. So if you're going to stand out from a 10,000 foot elevation and try to look down on things, you got to understand I need to go 50,000 feet and look at things because within the manipulation that you are maybe able to figure out and see, you got to understand that's probably a manipulation in itself. So like, like, like think about it. When CIA, when the CIA in the past two years have released declassified all these alien documents yeah why like i don't trust that like why was it secret for so long you just unveil it well now? yeah like like okay i'll read it and i'll see what you have to say about whatever you have to say about it but like what y'all do that for now how do i even know that that is a real account how do i know right. that it didn't just take y'all two years to type that up and then release like, it. How do I know that's not a really good script? Yeah. Made with like exactly. weird print and exactly. whatnot. Based off pictures they, you've seen. They do, they do the, um, what do you call it? Um, it's not fake news, but what, it is fake news, but what do you call it? It is a name for that type of technology where you can, you can graft words and voices onto people and make them do and say things that they didn't say or do. It was a 60 Minutes interview for it. Yeah. Like, deep fake. Deep fake. That's deep the fake, one. Yeah. Deep fake technology. If that's a thing, then <laughs> how easy is it to like recreate or just generally create an old document? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like I take everything with a grain of salt. Like I like to do research, but I don't think any of it is 100% fact because it's all coming from somebody's viewpoint is coming from somebody's perspective at the end of the day really no matter if it's a scientist or this expert at something it's somebody's perspective or viewpoint of something it's not absolute i do take it as a hundred percent fact because i know what a fact is tell me about a fact a fact I've already said on this podcast episode, <laughs> it's yeah, I know, something the general a like a general like a population of people consider to be true so it might not be real, okay. So, but it is a fact to somebody. All right. So, let's not talk about facts then, and what is true. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> you ain't gotta talk about murder. <laughs> like that. I guess that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Then, is I don't take anything to be one hundred percent true and not fact because yeah, I'll take it to be fact. As far as I can know it, because that's as far as I can know. But right. trueness, I still think everything's, even if I think it's 100% fact, I take a 50-50 true stance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you never know. This is My true thing is, me. is like, that cognitive dissonance is real. It's so real. That's what this movie is mostly about to me. Yeah, that's what I, because it's like, imagine... Explain you know. cognitive dissonance to people real quick. Okay, so cognitive dissonance, like for lack of better terms and like actual definition, it's 
seeing the world around you and accepting it as one way and then finding out everything is not as it seems. Great, great, easy, simple Yeah, just way to, to the point. It. Yes. Because very good way to put it's that. hard to accept that it isn't the way that you've been taught and then seeing it for the first time what it really is. Yeah, it's hard for reality to not be reality anymore and understand that this is actually reality. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they kind of pull back the curtain on you on a play and you see everything and the mystique behind how they're able to float in the air or um, why they suddenly was able to just like grow or something. You just see all the tricks. Uh, I think that's a bad example because when you see like a magician reveal his tricks, you see that and you get that. And that's what it is. Cognitive dissonance almost creates a mild insanity. Let me re-explain. As a child viewing a play and you imagining, because like that might be them really flying up there to you. With a child like like maturity. I still. I mean, I hear where you're coming from, but I was just explaining where I was coming from with my my thought. Gotcha. But no, go ahead. But yeah, that's that's not. Regardless of how you see that, dealing with it is not an easy feat. It's not. Because when you see... It's hard to think people are shitty, just to be honest. Like, yeah. people with that much power and money, you it's kind of hard for a kind, gentle, pure-hearted person. Not saying that no, like people are 100% good or bad, but it's hard for lower-level minions, us, to think that they, with all the privilege and power and money, would be cruel on top of that. Because y'all have it with like the things that we yeah. want. You know what I mean? That's kind of where the cognitive dissonance sets in. Is that like, well, why would you plot to do this? Because you're already, you're, you're already, the misunderstanding for the lust of power and greed and gluttony is like where it sets in. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's kind of like, well, why would you go through all of that? What more do you want or need? Yes, yes. But that's kind of the definition of evil, right? Yeah. So why is it so hard for people to believe that people will be that cruel? Because I at least always thought that people would do what's right and for the greater good because that's what I was taught. Exactly. And I'm not talking about from people that I admire or respect. I'm, I'm talking about like in school. And that's what they teach you to be like. That's like George Washington. Yes. Chop whatever the yeah. cherry tree. Whatever that. Abraham Lincoln. Like all these idols. Yeah. Uh, Martin Luther King. Um, yeah. Not discrediting any of these people that I'm naming and saying that they weren't who they were, but they give you heroes to look up to yes. instead of the facts of life and understanding that a lot of people that won battles and won wars and created the life that we live weren't heroes <laughs> they were not they were not George Washington they were not Martin they Luther wrote King. history they, yeah they were the winners and they were really bullies the realest they get quote. their bully friends together and they do bully things together you know I feel like people who play Call of Duty should understand that in Modern Warfare 2, um, somebody, like in the, in the it was the, the script, they had said, history is written by the victor. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So like if you eliminate the other side, you can tell the other side. Yep. So look at the <laughs> the, the 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 quote unquote pilgrims and Indians, you know? That story. When I tell you I've never heard the Indian side of the story. Like I'm saying quote unquote because that's what we know it as. Stop being so sensitive if you're hurt by me saying Indian. But I, we don't get taught the Indian side. No. As far as Native American side, excuse me if that's a better way to say it, but we don't get taught that side besides like, oh, they were friendly enough to teach us about maize. <laughs> they call that Why corn. was it maize, though? <laughs> like, it was saying? just like, we call this an ear of corn. <laughs> and it, like, that was like the, the highlight. I, I'm glad you said that because yeah. what else do you know from the Native American Indian? That's it. And exactly. The, the maize. <laughs> for real that's kind of all they taught us it was like they taught that the, it was almost like this friendly thing where like white pilgrims came over here and and were like so friendly that they got along with the native people that they taught them the farm and they left them alone that's not the story bro and then you get a little older where it's like well they came over and somehow they bought smallpox with them <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we forgot about that part. Yeah, 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 bro. We had this disease thing, and it wiped everybody out that wasn't even like used to having it around. And then so, you like, get to another level in history, guns, and it's so like, we, like took them out too. Then they, they get to another level of history, and they're like, so we gave them smallpox, and it's like, well. So you're telling me you came over here and eradicated a whole group of people that was minding their damn business? Basically, yeah. Basically, I mean, and we over here celebrating what Thanksgiving? But Thanksgiving. But okay, perfect example of cognitive dissonance because I'm gonna celebrate Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. It's hard for me to just not think that that's like a valuable holiday to celebrate because I get to eat food and be like happy and gluttonous with my family. Hold on, I think that Thanksgiving. It's lit. <laughs> God dang right. right Especially right. my first year liking right. football. Football. I cannot wait. Hey, we got to watch the Thanksgiving football game this year, bro. Because every year I just play like God of War or yeah, something. Yeah, no. Like I always like, do something stupid. But this year. the Lions and somebody else. Yeah, of course. Some, like, like, like Cowboys somebody, or, or Packers. Watch, or somebody your <laughs> watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. All right, all right. In the future. I've right. never disrespected Denver, bro. <laughs> In the past 10 years, the Cowboys have been trained. They're good the past two or three years. Okay, I give you that. I will disclude the Cowboys. But, yeah, it's usually one of those teams. Okay. Cowboys, Packers, Reds. Somebody from Chicago, maybe. Uh, Yeah, one of those NFC, like, East or West teams or something like that. (sighs) Or East or or North. But my thing is the word Thanksgiving, celebrating that. That's a wild. Yeah, that's wild in itself because who was thanking who? Yeah. Thanks for letting us stomp on your face and take your take your property and all your land and your and your confine life. you to this one general location. Because if you just look at the Indian population today and how <sighs> I hate it because publicly they talk about reserves as if they're this utopia. Yeah, like this sanctuary that they have for the Native American people and reserves are and they're worse those than are the ghettos. first projects. Yeah, they're worse than ghettos. Like, they're worse than any project or ghetto that you can think of in any city in America because 
they are literally the bottom. They don't get any resources because they're a sovereign state. So they can't depend on the government for anything. They have to produce everything on their own and surrounded by them. It's government owned. So where do you get anything that you need? Off the reservation. Exactly. But some kind of way, they got a hell of a drug problem. They got a hell of alcohol problem. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't have a hella overweight problem. They're not giving them food. They're not feeding them food and like, no, they're dropping drugs and alcohol over there to, to at least give them access to that. But, you, you see <laughs> That's what I'm a saying? wild statement. Here's some beer and methamphetamines. <laughs> real though. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, they got some of the worst drug and, and, and alcohol problems, which leads to a lot of sexual assault problems and you know all these mental issues like they got all the worst stuff in Indian reservations and it's really sad actually it's really sad and it kind of now that we're having this conversation it kind of makes me contemplate Thanksgiving because why do if Thanksgiving is about what you think is about why have Thanksgiving then why not just do it on every Wednesday you fucking feel like it I said that yes. <laughs> I was hoping you just let it ride. I tried, but I, I didn't mean to. But yeah, we got it. <laughs> but you feel what I'm saying, yeah, bro? It yeah. Fit. That fit because it's that serious. It's like, why not? Yeah. Why not? Really? Like, just to be really, really serious. I'm going to leave it in it. there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because why not? Yeah. My thing is that that could be the case. And there isn't, like, there's a time frame for Thanksgiving. But we were taught why we celebrate Thanksgiving. But. That ain't that ain't right when you figure out it's like, hey, so you need to grow up. There was no pilgrims, there was no engines. It was smallpox and this land. And you know what we and wanted? War. Yeah. That's what they don't talk that about. That war was, was so one sided. It, it was a unnamed war, and that's the problem. They give they've given every war. I feel a like name. it was the Thanksgiving war. Because I mean, because what if it happened at, and they they took over on that date? Thanks for giving us giving us your pride, punks. Thanks taken. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thanksgiving. Thanks taken. Like, word. Like I don't know. Like it's it's very. I don't know. It's not really. Like I said, it's kind of really. Like I might have Thanksgiving next week, bro. Because why? Why celebrate the actual thing? I kind of don't want to call it Thanksgiving. That's still celebrating the holiday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why not just be with your family when you want to and enjoy a feast when you want to? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Tradition is kind of stupid. I will say this, though. That's propaganda. I only celebrate two holidays a year. Thanksgiving Fourth and of July. New Year's. Oh, Fourth okay. of July. That look on Fourth of July. <laughs> Oh, New Year's, brother. Excuse me. <laughs> no, December thirty first through the first is the only holiday I've ever cared about. Those are the litest. Nah, New Year's and Fourth of July are the litest holidays. But Thanksgiving is lit just because like food be lit. Like see, people my, only want to cook stuff on a certain day. See, my like, thing about the fourth is. Every day is American Day. I don't have to celebrate it on that day. I'll celebrate it every other day. Get this up out of the studio. You can't say that on my podcast. Get this jigaboo up off the podcast. I'm at that part out. Wow. 
That's like the least offensive thing I've said. I don't know. No, it's not. Well, I guess everybody don't know my sense. I'm obviously joking. I'm, I, well, I, I didn't am, take you seriously. Am, yeah, but I am going to have to clarify that, clarify that for people. I am a very obviously and apparently joking. I don't call other black people jigaboo. <laughs> Unless it's Jay, because we can joke like that. And it was very circumstantial. I don't it was, it was. commonly call him a jigaboo. <laughs> See, that's what, and that's what I'm finna stop doing, for real, for real, because I don't like that. It's like, feeling like I gotta correct myself. Bruh, people sensitive, and I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. I really I'm gonna leave don't. it in there. No, definitely. I laugh I too wish hard. I laugh too hard. Like that's a lot of editing now. <laughs> like I don't, I don't care about. I speak my words with a. Okay, I think you've spoke about my pauses. Yeah. On the podcast before, and my pauses are for a reason. It's because I am actively always thinking about what I am going to say to make sure it is the correct thing to say. Not saying I don't ever slip up and make mistakes, but I actively try not to be offensive. So I know a lot of the words that I speak are not offensive. If you take offense to them, that, that right is there, your though, problem. That right there kind of leads us all the way back to the main topic, because I think that political correctness is a way of um, taking Boom. away my freedom of speech. Yeah, for sure. No, it, it, what do People, you think well, about no, it? Well, no, because you it, have that to say that. <laughs> That's me censoring myself again. Because you kind of have to have like a second form of American language because there's Ebonics, <laughs> Ebonics American <laughs> and American. And then there's American American. That's hyphenated. <laughs> <laughs> but there are certain things that you can't say even if they are true. And there are certain things you want to say even if they are true. Mm -hmm. Because you mm -hmm. don't know what type of backlash you're going to receive from like cancel culture, PC culture, stupid people. Because I had to censor myself just now. Oh, yeah, I felt that one, boy. He was about that to was about to come Damn. out. Hard and done to let these niggas know who I am. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's. The fact that you have to explain every single thing so that every mind is at ease that you aren't a hateful person. Yeah, that's dumb. Everybody's hateful to some degree. Yeah. Everybody has hated on something. Everybody has loved something. Like why people, it's just a weird world we live in and that's the epitome of V for Vendetta because it is such a dystopian future like I said, when I saw it in 04, I thought, I'm going to be old, old by the time I see that. Bro, I'm 30 and it's happened. And I was watching this at, what, 14, 13, High something school like at that. least. Yeah, like, dude, that wasn't long at all for that to come true. And if you think and that's about debatable. It. I mean, you can look at whatever facts and resources you want and you can think where the virus started as far as what we're currently dealing with and what we're currently going through. But if you just circumstantially look at how that movie happened, you can't deny that. Yeah. Not just the, the, the hardcore specific details and facts, just even just discard that. Okay. Yeah. It's all conspiracy and I'm wrong about what I see about that. Circumstantially look at what happened is what's happening today. You can't deny that we are going through that. They went through the 80s for the comic, 
And then the graphic novel was released as a bestseller. Yeah. And then the movie came out. But everything that happened within the story has been for 40 years, like 30 to 40 years. If you round from the actual 80 to 2020. Yeah, that's about 40 something. That, that's that, that's like 40. 40 the, that's 40, 40 to 41 years. Yeah. But let's say it came out 84, right? 84 to now. It wouldn't. It's like what? 37. About thirty-seven. No, you're right. I'm. I'm. I'm no, no, no. I like to clarify my math to the people. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, that's that's kind of a long. T- that's a long time to throw something in the room before you came in. <laughs> Black Dynamite <laughs> <reference for laughs> Yeah. Nah. For that's sure. For sure. Like. That's not something, something hard to dispute. Yes. Like, oh, y'all didn't know about this or like y'all wasn't already planning this type yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. It is like. Yeah. People don't know that when it's too late, it's too late. Well, that's kind of the whole point of propaganda. The whole point of propaganda is subversion. You don't want to reveal your hand before you win the hand. Right. You play the person into your hand, so you win the hand. So by the time they played their second to last, third to last card... You've already won, and they, you've been known you won. Yeah, that's kind of the whole point of it. You know what I mean? And I don't think that's what people can see because they're still falling for entertainment. Entertainment in a big in a big shell is a part of it to me. You can say a lot of different specific things, but it's entertainment and news media. People are falling for that. I watch a lot of different types of news and I watch a lot of different type of entertainment, but I usually only do it to learn something. I don't watch it for entertainment purposes. That's where people get messed up is they take it as entertainment and they only consume it as entertainment. Right. And I understand this is programming. Why is radio programming called radio programming? Yeah. Like, it's kind of blatant. Yeah, it's very blatant. Not even kind of. The fact that you got to say kind of, it shows you that it still works. Censorship, You know yeah. what I'm saying? You see it, but you still can't even blatantly say it and see right. it. It is what it is. They say they call it television programming, radio programming. What else are you... What else is it besides that? You know what I mean? It's very, it's very subversive. Like I said, it's a mental thing. It's a very mental... Mental roundabout that can trick you just like advertising just like marketing like i said it's not about getting you to buy something they trick you almost with that they tell you that it's evil this way because it's about getting you to buy this 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 and this when really it's about getting you to feel a certain type of way and controlling your emotions and your behaviors which in turn makes you buy something so people almost negate the fact that it's manipulating their behavior and their feelings that's the big part they can do that to you without you even caring because it's you getting to the end point of buying something. You're going to buy something anyway. We live in a society where you have to buy things to sustain your your habit of living. Yeah. So discredit that. Why are you manipulating my feelings and my behaviors? Nobody cares about that part. Why do you think during pharmaceutical commercials is something that makes you feel they're showing you something that's going to make you feel calm. 
like or cutting something. a sandwich. <laughs> yes, like Benny was talking. I yeah. was about to say that. Like last week, they're going to show you something peaceful and very monotonous, like cutting a sandwich. So you just kind of that's kind of nostalgia. Don't. Yo. That's kind of nostalgia because Yo. it's like oh uh, somebody was telling me the other day <laughs> my father only bought extra crunchy peanut butter and I hate the stuff yada 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 but he's telling me all these things but it's like seeing somebody do that it's like dang you know my grandfather taught my father that and then my father taught me that yeah and it's like what's this commercial Excedrin. <laughs> <laughs> Spread crunchy peanut butter. Why? Because Excedrin. <laughs> Tylenol. <laughs> Fentanyl. <laughs> I was going to say Viagra. He said I mean, Nah, they open with the sex commercials, though. It's like, hey, if you know you about to get your groove on, them extends, let you know. Them extends commercials was nuts because even though I was a kid when it was coming out with no Bob. intended. <laughs> Bob was 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 that guy. Everything he did was erect. <laughs> and then his neighbor, Yo. his neighbor was limp everywhere. <laughs> Even his water stream came out weak. <laughs> oh man. Like why is he smiling? Cuz everything in his life is erect. And you just know that Bob is the man cuz he waves like this and smiles. Hey. Yeah. 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 Hey. Yeah. He's getting it in when he when he wants to because he can do that because he's quote unquote a man. You know what I'm saying? It, it plays on all your emotions and your feelings, which play on your behaviors. And then, like I said, it's a trickle down effect to where you don't even realize at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm going to buy that brand or I'm going to. Basically, yeah, that's all it's about is buying a certain brand. Yeah, because I wrote this down in my topics, but I think it'll fit here actually a little bit better governments and regimes and different civilizations that have been created are just brands of power mm. socialism is like nike communism is like adidas democracy is like puma you know what i'm saying like it's the same difference it's just how they can sell it to you yeah it's just how they can sell it to you and influence you and convince you that this is the move to make instead of this being the move to make. Because I, f I feel like America was advertised as like the freest country of all time, but New Zealand had all of the human rights. It was it was like a country. I don't know anything. Tell me about what you're talking about. I don't know anything about that. Like we are advertised as the land of opportunity mm -hmm. and all that the good things about America that Americans all know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. You know. I, I meant more so just like tell me about New Zealand and what I'm not sure if it was exactly New Zealand, but they have more of the human rights, quote unquote. I was reading some article about it a long time ago that, you know, you think that you're freer here mm -hmm. than anywhere else because that's what is advertised. Yes. Like at, you're the branding yes. you're saying. Yes. But yes. in reality, there are other countries with more human right laws. Uh, okay. Got you. Got you. Than got here. You, got you. So this is the land of the free opportunity. Ocean waves of gray. <laughs> of gray. <laughs> Bro, what's great? <laughs> oh no, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. That sounds exactly like me. Um, but 
you hear all of these things about America and then people come here and it's not freer than other countries. Like for the most part. For the though. most part. You for know, I'll part. never go anywhere There's else and just like live places that are more free right. as a society and governmental structure than we are. But I, get I what do you're, I actually get what you're love there, America. There Don't to, get yes, me wrong. Yes, for sure, for sure. Um But there are there has to be there has One to be or at two least or three. It's some uh, accountable like amount of yeah. places yeah. that are more or equally free as we are here. Right. Yes. Like, I feel like opportunity shouldn't be confined to one continent or one country in the world. Very true. So, because it also depends on what you want to do. Maybe right. you need the restrictions of some other countries to do some of the things you want to do as a person, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go there. He, he gave a face. What is that? I don't know. It keep happening. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, that might have been my phone. I think a text just came through and it disturbed lines. Okay. Mm. Phone's down. Sorry. That's me. Oh, that's me too. Oh, wow. Okay. I've been doing some texting. Oh, I haven't. Mm. Yeah, it's probably you. I'm going to blame it on you. You owe $5. Cool <laughs> though. Yeah, you had it super low, so nobody cared. And they like you, man. You lie. <laughs> Thanks for running back. No hey, problem. <laughs> play, the, play the get off my property. <laughs> get the hell off my property. <laughs> Not actually this guy. That was our that first was, drop. It was directed towards you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. No, um, no, this is... I actually like this conversation because we haven't talked about the movie at all, but we've only talked about the movie. Yeah, we've talked about the concept. Yeah, I was going to say. I gave y'all the breakdown. After that, yes, we ran free. Yes, the conceptual talk that we've had about everything we've spoken about is about the movie. But like he said, he gave you the synapses of what the plot is about. We talked about the conversation of the movie the way V wanted us to talk yes. about the movie. Yes. yes. In our own way, yes. free of all restraints. Yes. Brian said an F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> no censorship here except from Jimmy. <laughs> oh, thanks. Sounds like a totalitarian government there, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit like Mussolini making the trains run on time, but okay, you got it. <laughs> nah, I said what I said. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's all good. Well, we we all good. Where we at on time though? One ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that was a good. Yeah, that was a good run. Wow, that was a yeah, that was a perfect little wrap up. Told man. you that was that, that was works. gonna happen. That works. That works. I think we touched on enough topics to make people think think a, think a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Not to maybe persuade any minds but that's kind of not our point it's just to make you think we yeah. just want to make people think a little bit that's all it's always two sides to a coin and an edge and then there's the, the guy say, throwing it's it three and then like coins got ridges on the edge so like really if you just being super super introspective it's like bro then like the, the bias guy who and, likes the tail side yeah. more than the heads yeah. and yo what you what you getting on though I was talking about the literal coin. We're getting out of here now. <laughs> Outros. <laughs> Run it, Brian. <laughs> Love you all. Thanks for listening once again. This outro is brought to you by Duke Cannon's Best Damn Beard Balm, Best Damn Beard Wash, and Best Damn Beard Oil. You will be a man in no time. Um, let's not blow up the Capitol building. Please don't. That's not what we're advising whatsoever. Okay, just want that to be clear. But remember, remember the 5th of November. The gunpowder treason and plot. 
I can think of no reason to gump out of trees and whatever be Should forgot. Should ever be forgot. We out. Vox Popoli. I said it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Freedom was made in America. <laughs>